Let's brighten your morning with a chamber chat with folks from the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. I'm joined today by Betty Kujai, the executive director, and Terry Barton of TM Barton Bookkeeping of Killingly. Yes, we'll talk about why you might need a bookkeeper with Terry in a couple of minutes. Ladies, good morning. Thanks for joining me today, starting with Betty. Betty, what's the last month been like with the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce? Well, good morning, Wayne. And um, yes, it has been extraordinarily busy. We had two weeks ago, we had our Taste of the Town uh, event, which is a foodie event. Uh, this has been our 25th year. We had the last uh, previous two years, we were on hiatus because of the pandemic. This year, members of our board of directors voted to move forward with it. So we had a fabulous event at Grill 37 in Pomfret. We had 267 guests, 17 area restaurants. Everybody had a great time, fabulous food. Uh, many of the folks that attended mentioned to me that it was the best menu ever. Really diverse, everything from sushi to beef tenderloin uh, to tacos, uh, baked goods that you could just go on and on about. Uh, and then, of course, homemade ice cream. But it was a fabulous event. We were really thrilled to have it once again. Members of our, our uh, chamber were thrilled that we had brought it back. So it was a win-win. Betty, Inquiring Minds want to know at the Taste of the Town event, what was your favorite cuisine? Uh, I had a couple of pieces of tenderloin, which were absolutely fabulous. Uh, Black Dog Bar and Grill did that. Um, there were some great muffins from Willie Brew. Uh, and I did have a taste of some great fish cakes from the Vanilla Bean. I'm still waiting for that doggy bag you're going to bring me. Yeah, that's, and that's just it. People just get the opportunity to taste some of the most fabulous food from all of these individual restaurants, and uh, it, it was fun. It was 267 people, a great turnout, uh, 18 restaurants, 17 restaurants, so uh, we couldn't have asked for a better turnout, to be honest with you. And then a couple of weeks ago, you were spotted right here behind the radio station WILI, do tell. I was. I was looking for you, Wayne. Uh, we were at a ribbon cutting. I got a very kind invitation from my good friend, um, Chris McNabo from Horizons, and she asked if I would be willing to participate in a ribbon cutting for the Willimantic Public Art. They had a fabulous Riverside Drive art walk. There were 20 artists, all of whom put together these gorgeous murals on the river walk and uh, it, it, it was fabulous. It was, it was a, a great turnout, about 150 guests. Um, all, most of the artists were there, so we had the opportunity to chat with them. Uh, it, it's just a breathtaking uh, view of some of the most gorgeous art you have ever seen. Uh, Dr. Elsa Nunez was one of the featured speakers. As you know, Dr. Nunez is president of Eastern Connecticut State University, and she was yelling and, and chanting, uh, leading a chant for Go Wyndham, Go Willimantic. Um, so it was, it was great. It was a, a great afternoon. Now, was that before or after you got your car washed? No, that was, uh, that was before the car wash. Yes, we were over at Fred's Car Wash just down the street at 1604 Main Street. Uh, Fred's Car Wash 
is an already established business. They own eight other uh, car washes throughout Connecticut, and owner Fred O'Neill was on site, so we assisted him with a car wash uh, right at that location uh, on Main Street in Willimantic. Um, we had uh, Mayor Tom DeVivo there. Uh, we had State Representative Susan Johnson, one of our board of directors and um, branch managers of Liberty Bank, Angela Smart, was there. It was a, it was a really nice turnout. And then you had another ribbon cutting you wanted to talk about? Last night we were at one. Terry Terry was there as well. We were at uh, Bada Medical Aesthetics at 24 South Main Street in Putnam, and uh, she's just opened last night and excited to provide all kinds of skin care. She's going to be doing um, laser treatments for acne, hair reduction, skin rejuvenation, uh, tightening of the skin. She'll be doing injectables. And she has, as with her, uh, her husband, um, Joseph, Dr. Joseph Bada, who is the medical director. Uh, so that was last night. We had about, oh, Terry, probably about 50 people or so in attendance. It was, it was another great, great ribbon cutting. And Terry is Terry Barton, who's a member of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce, and she runs TM Barton Bookkeeping of Killingly. Terry, good morning. Thanks for joining us for today. And tell us what a bookkeeping service is all about. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, basically, uh, a bookkeeping service, um, my goal is to try to help small businesses, generally service-orientated small businesses, um, get a better handle on the money that's coming in and the money that's going out of their businesses. Uh, quite often, most small business owners aren't, some of them don't have uh, accounting backgrounds, and so bookkeeping is kind of, it's a necessary evil, so to speak, but it's, um, if you don't have that information, it's kind of hard to make good business decisions going forward. Um, so I try to help uh, business owners clean up their books and uh, get the information so that it actually is meaningful and, um, you know, they can make, uh, better decisions for the future of their business. And is it safe to say that it's possible in many cases that they would save money by paying for your services that might cost them money if they did not use your services? Well, it's true. I mean, time is and time is money. And uh, would you rather spend that time growing your business or, you know, uh, fretting and sweating over uh, your books that may not make much sense to you? Uh, just on my website, I have a, you can click on a button there and you can send me your name and email address and I can give you my top five uh, suggestions for improving your small business by improving your bookkeeping methods. Terry, what's the difference between a bookkeeper and a CPA? Uh, well, generally, quite often CPAs quite often like try to hire people like me to, to help their clients out because uh, they're more into, um, uh, they have to understand the tax laws. So they concentrate more on trying to find tax savings for you, whereas I do the day-to-day, -day, um, you know, logging of, you know, expenses and income coming into your business and helping you organize that. I do work with, uh, I will work with business person's uh, accountant so that make sure the books are, you know, set, because, you know, we're get, almost getting time for tax uh, tax season again. You know, January is going to be the 1099 month, um, getting those 1099s out, so you want to try to make sure you have all your expenses to any contractors or subcontractors in line. Terry, your website says TM Barton Bookkeeping LLC Virtual Bookkeeping Services. What's the virtual part all about? Well, um, I can service 
uh, businesses from anywhere in the United States through the Internet. So my, my office is basically my laptop and an Internet connection. Um, this, this helps business owners because I don't always have to go into an office, but I can still service them. So if I have to, I have a brother who lives in Florida, so if I have to go down and visit him for whatever reason, um, I can still service my client's books. Um, whereas, you know, quite a, some, some bookkeeping software requires you to actually go into an office. Um, I, I, I am trained on QuickBooks Online, um, not, not the desktop version, the online version. Um, and that allows us to have an Internet connection. It gives you um, the security of a cloud uh, database to store your data in. That's you know, Security is, is essential now. Uh, QuickBooks Online has a bank-level security um, with, the, with the cloud database. Um, and it gives you 24, nearly 24-7 access to your data. Betty, tell me about your business after hours at Woodstock Academy. Thank you, Wayne. Yes, we have our next one scheduled for tomorrow night, Thursday, November 17th, from 5 to 7 p.m., and it's going to be at the Woodstock Academy at the Luce Center for the Arts. Uh, that's located at 150 Route 169 in Woodstock. Um, so we're expecting a great turnout. To date, we have about 95 reservations, so we welcome anyone to come and join us. It's $7 for members. 13 for nine non-members. Um, if you're, you have a business and you would just like to check out what the Chamber of Commerce is all about, uh, give us a call and you can be my guest. Our phone number is 860-774-8001. And what's your December business after hours? Yeah, in December, we're going to be at Bank Hometown in Put downtown Putnam on December 6th. And they're going to be doing their business after hours in conjunction with a Tommy Toy fundraiser. So uh, we, I know a lot of people in the past have brought uh, garbage bags filled with toys and uh, backed up their trunks and unloaded a ton of toys for the Tommy Toy Fund. It's just a great experience. Uh, the Bank Hometown's been doing this event for probably the last 10 years or so. So uh, we're doing it once again right on Main Street in downtown Putnam. Terry Barton from T.M. Barton Bookkeeping of Killingly is a member of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. Terry, in our earlier segment, you talked about the use of QuickBooks. QuickBooks is very important for people who are in your profession. Why are they so important? Uh, well, QuickBooks is uh, basically the number one accounting software in the world right now. They pretty well dominate that market. Um, it also um, it helps... It gives you um, a better way to manage your, the, your information, the data, the expenses, your uh, income that's coming in. And with the online version, that's the version I've been trained in, um, you've got access to it nearly 24-7 from anywhere you have an Internet access. I know I, a lot of people use desktop, uh, but the desktop version, you, quite often it was limited to where your desktop was or, or where what computer was sitting on. So it was kind of limited. The online version... Um, gives you basically almost global access to your data. And the, the cloud data is, has bank-level security, so um, it'd be extremely hard for any hackers to get into it. Um, it also um, it, it's, it also gives you a, a very pictorial view. It has quite a few graphs and stuff on it that you can see, as long as your data is correct. If your data you're putting data in, it's wrong. As they say, garbage in, garbage out. I was a mainframe computer programmer, so I understand that. Uh, <laughs> very well. Um, so it's important to make sure that your data is, is cleaned up 
and is actually meaningful. Otherwise, meaningless data hurts your ability to make good decisions. Terry, you said you work for businesses, especially small businesses. Do you do bookkeeping work for individuals? No, not I don't do personal bookkeeping, no. And you just touched on some of the security issues that are rampant in anything involving the Internet, but your business in particular. Tell me more about the concerns that you have to make sure that privacy is of the utmost importance. Um, well, QuickBooks itself uh, has a ability for the bookkeeper and accountants to communicate with their clients through a secure portal. It has its own internal networking thing. I uh, use uh, also um, sign, sign software like um, DocuSign. There's something else called HelloSign, which is what I currently use now. So we can trade documents that way that it keeps the security between just you and, and me, so to speak. Um, so that that's important to do because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad people out in the world that are trying to get your data. Um, and, you know, QuickBooks is making sure that on their end that they're securing it. So it's extremely difficult for them to to get in, you know, to, to steal your information. How do people first make contact with you? Is it by referrals? Do they call you? Do they email you? I'm sure that's a multiple choice answer, but tell me, tell me how the relationship first starts. Um, uh, generally, you know, quite often on a, on a radio program or something like this, or someone's going through the, the web looking for a bookkeeper, my website is out there. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also on Facebook. Um, you, you can call me, my phone number, you can email me. Um, my website has a contact form. You could contact me through that form, or you could call me. Um, uh, my number is what, 860, I think it's 775-5144. Um, or you could do the, the global one, 888-728-1289. Uh, um, I'm intrigued by the, the virtual nature of your business, because a lot of people did do more things virtual when the pandemic came on. Were you doing this virtual stuff before the pandemic began, just because it's a, a good business model for you? Uh, now, before the pandemic, I was working for a major financial services company. I was a, basically a mainframe COBOL programmer, a senior programmer analyst. For I worked on the 401k side of their business, and then the pandemic hit, and I was trying to find a, a different line of work that where I could leverage my ex extensive experience uh, working with the financial services and insurance companies um, into helping you know um, small businesses and uh, bookkeeping. So I took a bookkeeping course, and when I took the course, it reminded me a lot of why I got into programming in the first place. You got to pay attention to details, the data coming in, the data going out, make sure it's in sync. You don't want it to be garbage. Um, and um, so there's a lot of similarities between what I did in my old view and, and what I'm doing now. I don't have an accounting background, but I understood the basics of accounting uh, by working for uh, you know, financial uh, services companies and, um, and insurance companies. So are you involved in doing like the day-to-day -day operations for a business, such as paying bills and perhaps even the other way around where people pay their bills to the company and then you wind up either depositing them or at least keeping the ledger of credits and debits? Well, um, generally, my, my core services are basically um, trying to reconcile um, people's books. So business owners have a um, misunderstanding of what reconciliation is. They sometimes just think it's matching uh, an expense that they create to a um, 
uh, to a bank fee. That's not it. There's a whole process to, in order to make sure that uh, you, you match to the bank statement. But then sometimes you have a lot of clutter out there, and that's the so-called garbage. Sometimes you have expenses out there that you thought you were going to have but never came through, or they were mistakes. And so you need to clean those up so that your books actually look more accurate or come close to what your bank bank statements are. Um, so generally, I, I help with that. I try to help um, business owners, especially small business, kind of automate their stuff. stuff. So like, you don't always need to hire uh, accounts payable or accounts receivable person. Quite often, you can use your smartphone. That's the advantage of QuickBooks Online. You can use your smartphone or tablet to um, create invoices to your um Customers on the spot. So let's say you're like a plumber or electrician, you can use uh, QuickBooks Online to create an invoice. And as long as you got a internet, when you get an internet connection, you can send that invoice to the customer. You can use uh, QuickBooks Payments to try to get payments uh, online. So, and they, they also create the expense transactions. So you can automate or at least semi-automate quite a bit of your bookkeeping. And that's what I try to help bookkeepers do. So become more efficient at the bookkeeping and also make sure that the data that they're putting in is more accurate. Terry Barton from TM Barton Bookkeeping of Killingly with us. And we talked earlier about the difference between a bookkeeper and a CPA, but we also used the T word moments ago because tax time is coming up. Tell me about the relationship that you have with the CPAs of various small businesses, because I'm assuming that your services become even more important around tax time because you've got the books that you can now provide the information that goes to the CPA, which prepares your tax return. Correct. I mean, um, generally with the, with the CPA, um, either they'll tell me what, you know, how they want something set up or, um, I inform them of what's going on. So we just, we're, we're trying to work with each other, not trying to outdo one another. We're trying to help each other so we can help our client. Um, and part of it, you know, the, you, you want to make sure that your expenses, especially if you have to know who your subcontractors are and, and uh, make sure you have what you paid out to them that is accurate because, you know, 1099 season's coming up. It's usually done in January. Um, you want that information accurate. You want to make sure you get W-9s from all your subcontractors. Yeah, that should be a habit. It's something small business owners don't think about. You know, you should get a W-9 from every per, every subcontractor you do. So just just in case it meets the uh, the threshold, you'll you'll have that person's contact information. And you can produce a 1099 for them. Um, uh, and sometimes what you can do is just don't pay the contractor until they give you the 10 until uh, they give you the W-9. That, that's, that's a critical piece of information. Does that mean that you also have to stay up on all the latest changes in tax laws, or do you simply respond to a request for information from the small business owner's CPA? I generally, um, I don't keep up with all the tax laws. That's what the CPA is really there for. That's, that's why they, they get the big bucks. Um, but I respond to what they need. They might tell me that we need to start recording something differently or... Or, or they need some reporting, a different report. Terry, you've indicated that you've got an interesting background. Tell me what you've been doing, including before you started TM Barton Bookkeeping. Uh, I spent, um, you know, 25 plus years working as a mainframe COBOL programmer for the insurance industries at Hartford, and then I uh, worked for a major financial uh, service company out in, um, well, their, one of their campuses was in Rhode Island, um, and. Um, I generally worked on the 401k side in that business, so I got a little bit more about the uh, um, the retirement investment side. 
but generally, um, well, I'm also, um, let's see, right, currently I'm also the treasurer of the Killing Historical Society, so I'm, they're my first nonprofit. It's a unpaid position, but it gave me an opportunity to learn about nonprofit bookkeeping, um, which is, wasn't part of my traditional training, but it's, it's certainly uh, uh, interesting and different than uh, for-profit small business people. Um, and uh, I've been, I've graduated from the University of Notre Dame. I know that's something I have to be careful of in UConn territory, but uh, generally I think uh, the battle between Notre Dame and UConn has helped both schools out and has helped women's basketball out. And I'm a big fan of women's basketball and, of course, Notre Dame football. Um, I come from uh, Chicago. I was born in Chicago, Illinois. I come out from that area, so that's why my, my Midwestern access is uh, very similar to Harrison Ford you know, from Indiana Jones. He was born in Chicago as well. Uh, my Midwest, that's a Midwestern draw. Uh, I can tell you too, Terry, that our news director here, John Tuitt, uh, he's a huge Notre Dame football fan. You're right. There's a little bit of headbanging when it comes to women's basketball and UConn and Notre Dame, but I don't think it's as much with football. In fact, <clears throat> let me politely say that in 2009, UConn football went to South Bend and not only beat Notre Dame, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back to get Coach Charlie Weiss fired. And I think things have changed yep. since that time. So really, you can thank UConn for that because they got rid of a coach who wasn't winning out there in South Bend. Yeah, yeah, well, thank you, Ken, for that, yes. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that, yes. You're a certified QuickBooks Pro Advisor online and a solutions provider. Can you give me a feel-good story from one of the folks who you deal with, a small business, who was really appreciative for the way that you helped them run their operation? Um, I have a, a small business owner. She, um, she was trying to do, well, DIY, do-it-yourself bookkeeping, and she got... Uh, um, the, the books started not making any sense to her and she wanted to know if she needed to get a better handle on her expenses and incomes. And so, um, she, uh, hired me and we've, uh, cleaned her books up. So now they, the reports are meaningful. Um, and she, she's been, she's one of my referrals <laughs> who keeps give, sending referrals my way. Um, so I, I appreciate that from her, but she, she understood because she was a DIY and she was trying to do the books herself. She, I think she had appreciation of what a, a bookkeeper has has to do, um, and so you know the the fact that we got her books cleaned up and um, moving forward now she can make better uh, better decisions. And Terry, this program is a, a monthly presentation of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. What has the chamber done for you to help build and promote your business? Uh, they've helped me get on radio spotlights like yours, and um, I've also got a chance to network with other uh, small business owners uh, through a lot of their after-hours events. I, it's interesting going to these events and meeting uh, uh, new business people setting up for the first time, or like some some of them like uh, re-engineering or resetting up their their business or like you know, remodeling their space and stuff like that. Um, so it's interesting to meet uh, small business owners from different walks of life and find out you know what their needs are. And you're a small business owner yourself, Terry Barton from T.M. Barton Bookkeeping of Killingly. The website is tmbartonbookkeeping.com. Terry, good talking to you. And, of course, Betty, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Wayne. Betty Kujai, the executive director of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce with our chamber chat on 14 WILI Willimatic and 95.3 FM.